Hey everyone, welcome to the Nameless Podcast, Fredo and Ron's Nameless Podcast. It's me, Fredo, and my co-host Ron. What's going on, Fredo? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Just watch the Knicks real quick. Um, but I mean, more importantly, uh, this week we have a special guest. I've been meaning to bring him on since last season. It's uh, He's very infamous in New York Jets circles. He's a pioneer of Sam Darnold, but now he's flipped over to Deshaun Watson, hopefully. <laughs> he's a he's a huge uh, Tibbs enthusiast, so we'll, we'll be asking him some questions about that. Everyone, welcome at Mikey Cooks on Twitter. Yes, hey, what's well, up? Welcome, welcome. I'm doing the um, going, shaking Mikey? hand things. I'm doing the shaking hand things, but I don't think you can't see me. Oh, <laughs> I'm good, man. Like you know, like we got the win, but a little bit, a little bit bummed going out with Mitch, but you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as if you guys pay, t- pay attention, hopefully, since this is the Knicks podcast, Mick, Mitchell Robinson just fractured his hand, supposedly. Yeah. I guess it's still pretty like recent, so we'll see how it goes uh, yeah. tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll, we'll we'll see if they'll bring us any good news. Uh, so I mean, let, let's get this the stuff out the way real quick from the Super Bowl. The bad because, news. Yeah, <laughs> our last our last week episode was Super Bowl. Mikey, what team were, were you rooting for? Oh, I was rooting for the. You know, I'm rooting for the Chiefs as as a Jets fan. Like, yeah, I hate Tom Brady with every oh, like, like, fiber of my being. Yes, yeah. I already like you, Mikey. It's like yeah. it's I don't know. It's 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 like a pure hatred standpoint. But at the same time, like I think. The year Tampa, like Tampa Brady, like it's, it's he's a lot less hateable than yeah. like seeing him twice a year and having to torture your team. <laughs> but, yeah. but at the same time, it's still Tom Brady. It's still fucking yeah, Tom Brady. It is Tom Brady. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. That sentiment you just said. I mean, like now, it's just like him trying to like build on the legend uh, status of him. Otherwise, like being on the Patriots and just everyone hates him. Uh, I want to give a quick shout out to Lex. She got what she wanted last week with Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, I, I was pulling out a blowout for the Chiefs, and yeah, everyone. We knows we, we both were. Yeah. It's, I just don't. I, I just don't understand how he keeps getting away with this, man. I just every. Uh, it, mm. It's something. It's always something. But he knows, like to his credit, I know people want to call it luck, but he he knows how to expose I, things. I mean, I'm not gonna yeah, lie. He, yeah, no, I, go ahead. I didn't. I didn't know the Chiefs O line was that banged up. Yeah. No, I heard if I if yeah, if I wouldn't know, especially with the Tampa Bay's um front front line, like defensive line, they're fucking crazy. So yeah. if I knew that, if I knew that, I probably still went Chiefs, but I would have said it was a closer game. But goddamn, Mahomes was running for his life the whole game. He he had like 500 yards. Oh, just yeah. Running, apparently. That's insanity. Yeah, I I I turned off the game after the weekend <laughs> performed because like when, because um the Great Chiefs started kicking way. field goals and I'm and as a Jet fan I know the minute you start kicking field goals against Tom Brady like you're just gonna lose. Yeah. yeah he, but, uh, he's gonna come through the touchdowns and scores. Yeah. yeah. Low key, I I'm of the reasoning. I think if Patrick Mahomes is healthy, I think they low key could do it. But we, it didn't happen. So we'll see yeah. how it goes on next season. They you a, guys, they, you guys, they had a lot you, of bad catch, not non catches yeah. like that. Terry Kill, he should have yeah. caught that ball. Kelsey yeah, had a few yeah. bad drops. Yeah, 
I feel yeah. like if Chiefs would have scored that first drive, it would have been a different game. So, are you guys putting the Chiefs to the Super Bowl next year or no? I'd probably put them in. Yeah, like, like the AFC is not like it's competitive, but like I think it's a little, a little too early in the off season. There's too much. I feel like there's too many things going on. Like uh-huh. I feel like a lot more quarterbacks will be moved. Yeah, a lot more rosters are going to be overhauled. Yeah. Jacksonville's still going to stink, but... You know. Yeah, they're going to stink. So, I mean, I mentioned it earlier with the Deshaun Watson thing. Where, where do you lean on the Jets and Deshaun Watson? I think, yeah, the Jets should do whatever it takes to get Deshaun Watson. Like, I mean, yeah. not, like, go all the way and, like, just give up eight first-round eight first round picks for him, but... Yeah. Like, Deshaun Watson, if he becomes a Jet, is the best quarterback we've had since Joe Namath, and he... And like his numbers right now already surpass Joe Namath. Yeah. So 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 he would be like he would walk in as the best quarterback in Jets franchise history before taking a snap. Like yeah. get get that man in the building. Whatever also, it takes. And also, um, one of the big things that works in the Jets' favor is that, according to reports, like uh-huh. Watson really loved Salah, and he really advocated for um. Yeah. The Texans to interview Salah and the inter- the the Texans didn't even interview him. Yeah. And the only reason why they interviewed it, um Bienemy was because like Watson essentially forced them. Yeah, yeah. So if uh, Deshaun Watson is traded to the Jets, do you think he's the best QB in New Jersey or no? Oh, most definitely. Oh, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> oh, like that. Oh, did, you, did you guys see the the Mel Kiper report of him saying oh, Daniel, Daniel Jones? Jones. Yeah, he's, he's the second than... best QB yeah. to yeah, Oh my god! That. Oh man! I don't understand how he gets much support. Like we've we've all seen him the last two seasons, and still he gets this kind of support. I mean, I, I've seen some people say like they're expecting a Josh Allen leap from him next season. Yeah, right. Oh my. That's not even a common common thing. All right. So I mean, uh, forget football. Let's talk some Knicks basketball. Uh, you guys there? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. Okay. So tonight the Knicks played the Beale's Wizards and absolutely demolished them. Uh. So I mean, I have had a few questions about Tibbs to Mikey, but overall, Mikey, I want to know how do you feel about Tibbs so far throughout the season? Like, I mean. Yeah, Tibbs has been fine. Um, fine yeah. Like he's just been he's been fine. Like he's been fine. Like like I know like I'll probably like go overboard on my Twitter. If you see my Twitter, like I'll yeah, put in all cool. caps Tibbs Tibbs changing the culture. You know, yeah. crazy. <laughs> but but like I think Tibbs like I wouldn't say change the culture, but I'd say Tibbs definitely has like a lot of these guys listening, specifically Randall. Yeah. Mm. Um. I do think that the improvement that we see is, is just really more of a continuation of what we saw under Miller, because yeah. after like we got rid of Fisdale, we was already on a 30, 31 win pace. Yes, yeah, like so I think I think so far I think Miller's win win rate was like thirty eight percent or something, mm-hmm. uh, and Tibbs is at like forty two, forty three right now. Yeah, I like don't know after this game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a slight it's a slight improvement. Mm-hmm. And also like Tibbs has 
Tibbs is gonna have his is gonna have his like way of doing things. I yeah. I wish I just wish he staggered the lineups a little bit more. Like personally, I I'd, I'd wish they just get Alfred Payton out the rotation, but yeah, it just seems like he he plays well enough to justify uh-huh. <laughs> like justify like himself starting. So uh-huh. hopefully this is just like he's more so right now just showcasing himself for a yeah. team like you know the Clippers. Who's just got Reggie Jackson doing God knows well? Oh, <laughs> did you did you guys see the video of Kawhi? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like he's so, literally pointing <laughs> pointing Reggie Jackson to point him to, to run him to ball. play. Yeah. Oh my God, that's it's hilarious. Well, Mikey, uh-huh. what's like what's been your biggest gripe with uh, Tim so far? Mm, I'd say. Pretty much not. I'd say other than not playing Frank, I'd say probably not playing Obi at the five. I feel like Obi at the five. I would love to see that. I'd like to see Obi at the five, especially now that we have Derrick Rose and not Austin Rivers, like not missing Obi like three, four times a game. Um, I would love to see like Obi and Randall at the four and five. I know, I know the defense is 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 gonna be awful, but like. Look, the Brooklyn Nets decided not to play defense this year and score 180 points a game. So <laughs> yeah. I think, so I think, like you could you could play lineups where like you just have Ob and like Randall at the five, and then maybe you just throw RJ at the three, and you have you just have your two big initiators in Randall and RJ, yeah. and yeah. then you just and then you just have Ob just flying to the rim, and then maybe you put quickly and Burks in there. As uh-huh. like two shooters, yeah, you know I I have liked what Tibbs has done so far. I mean I, on Twitter, Twitter is extremely black and white. Like it's it's either right or wrong. And now, <laughs> I, I, I people like want to argue to me about Tibbs, but how I've always felt about Tibbs from the off season was I think he's an average guy. He's gonna win, but like you're gonna place him in that tenth to twentieth coach in the NBA kind of range and he's not going to develop guys. I mean that had his strongest case right now has been Julius Randle, but now people are talking about like, you know, again to like right or wrong about the Rose trade and how I didn't want to do it and now everyone's like, "Ah, you were wrong." I think people are talking about the value of the picks, like second round pick and uh, Dennis Smith Jr. for Derrick Rose. I honestly thought that's that's a very good value trade. It the whole idea was the fit of it so far. And the first game, I, it's, it, to me, both games, it seems like they're playing quickly more as an off-ball guard, which I'm not a big fan of. But now it seems like it, it is kind of working. Like they do have a bit of a chemistry going on. And now that's that's what everyone cares about. But I I want Emmanuel quickly to get like more point guard reps. Uh, and that's what's kind oh, of like yeah. killing me now. Tonight, tonight he went I, – I, I don't know if I'm going to call him a straight-up shooting guard tonight because I didn't get to watch the majority of the game. But if you look at his stat line, I mean, he shot 5 for 15, whatever. But Derrick Rose clearly had the ball in his hands more. He had a lot more assists. I think quickly had, like, one or two assists. So yeah, two. Yeah. I don't know how – I mean, it's still too early on for me to decide. But I don't really care about what was traded for Derrick Rose. I think that's a great trade, like, value-wise. It's a second-round pick and a player that was about to be in the G League. Like, I, I, who gives a shit? I, I yeah. people talking about the value – I mean, second round picks aren't aren't worthless, and I get it. You can't get good players for second round picks, 
But really, I, I'm not going to cry over that. I mean, my whole thing was Emmanuel quickly. But <laughs> it, people like the chemistry thing so far. I mean, I guess if you guys are looking at chemistry, yeah, I mean, it's a great thing. But I always wanted to just see quickly develop more as an on-ball guard. And because you can rely on his off-ball. Like, you know he's not going to dominate the ball. I mean, it, it's like yet to be determined like where I stand on it so far. Uh, yeah, so... Mikey, how do how do you feel about the D Rose trade? Oh, I, I like the D Rose trade. Like, I thought it was just perfect value. Like DSJ, like I was ready to like to be honest, I, I was like, yo, you could have just cut DSJ. I probably would have not cared. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, just trading DSJ and like what the fortieth pick in the in the draft for mm-hmm. Derrick Rose is 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 really a nothing trade. But uh, like I kind of get Fredo's gripe about quickly getting off ball reps. But mm-hmm. at the same at the same time, I'm like, as I'm not really worried because it's thirty only it's only thirty games into his rookie season. Uh-huh. Um, also, like this is Derrick Rose. What this is his second game with with him, and like yeah. I think one of the things that's given me more, like a lot of like um, resolve with the second row, the second D Rose run is like immediately he when he got traded, like the video came out of him like arriving was it in, in Atlanta? Oh, no, not Atlanta, but in Miami. To meet with the team, and he pretty much like the first thing that came out of his mind was just to help 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 the young guys win and kind of help help win help help the team win and then help the young guys move along. Uh-huh. So I I think he understands his role like for the most part, and also like he, like ever since he left New York, he's been coming off the bench. Like yeah, every, 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 even under Tibbs in Minnesota, he was coming off the bench. So I think uh-huh. there's this there's a relationship between Tibbs and and Rose where. I think if I think also Rose like the first after the first game he was like already calling like quickly a dog and like really praising him so I think Rose has enough cachet and enough like he's smart enough in the league where he's gonna like I think once quickly he's ready to like really cook and really take his team on his back I think he's gonna fall back and like I think we'll see like quickly take more yeah. of a controlling role but yeah. also at the same time like I think also playing quickly like off ball for a little bit as like as D Rose gets comfortable is it is it a bad idea either because we know quickly can play the off ball role we saw him do it for two years yeah. at Kentucky no, yeah. so uh, so like and also like him he already knows the strength so we could just, it's just strengthening a strength at the NBA level like Steph Curry like like one of the most dangerous lineups is Steph Curry off ball as like Draymond Green is like in the mid post. So it's like yeah, I not like obviously like quickly like quickly and Steph. As much as I would, I would love to see like quickly become like three quarters Steph or whatever, but like yeah, like I feel is like that is wait sorry Mikey is is that a fan in someone's like a background? A fan? Something oh, no. making the sound. Oh sorry, I think that's my yeah. Just making sure the audio is clear. Oh, do you still hear? Hello? I don't have a fan on. Do you still hear? I think it might be the yeah, shower. Yeah, hear something. Yeah, it has to be the shower. Uh, hold on. Okay. Uh, that's good. Uh, Mikey, sorry, continue. Wait, what was I talking about again? Uh, quickly playing the off-ball kind of role. In- oh, yeah. Yeah, I was saying that it just strengthens the strength with um quickly... Um, like, 
it just adds another dim- and also adds another dimension to the jet to the I was gonna say Jets offense, yeah, Knicks tough. offense, <laughs> uh, uh, like the the Knicks offense, like like we have what I think the Knicks still like a bottom five offense. I think just yeah, like like D Rose already still he still commands a, an offense even at like thirty three. He still com- he still yeah. he still he still has gravity and also like quickly just running around screens. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think just adds another dimension yeah. to our offense rather than just having like Randall in the mid post. Uh-huh. Times, you know. No, I I hear you because I mean. Hold on, Fredo, Fredo, Fredo. Wait, hold on. I just have to acknowledge that this is what like our twenty fifth episode or whatnot. And Mikey, that was probably one of the best responses to answer I heard yeah. on this podcast. <laughs> that was. That was a, that was a great fucking answer right there, man. Wow, <laughs> no, you really, you really dice up that question and you answer every. I just had to, I just had to cut you off. That was a great answer. Go ahead, Thanks, man. That was impressive. No, that was impressive. I, I, I hear everything Mikey's saying because it's all true. I completely agree. Yeah, I'm agreeing I'm like, with everything. I'm like, yo, this yeah. guy fucking knows his basketball. But go ahead. <laughs> he does. No, Mikey's on basketball Twitter. Like he, yeah. he's there all the time talking Knicks basketball. Like he also he talks about other teams, but this guy's a hardcore Knicks fan. He he knows what he's talking about. But I, I agree with everything he's saying about quickly and Rose. Like so far, it's been working. The first game, I mean, Rose still has it. I mean, they've been playing really excellent. They the team has ran better. He's getting more uh, pick and roll opportunities to to other players, especially like Obi Toppin, as you were mentioning. But you know, my thing was just getting like less on ball possessions for quickly. So we'll see where it goes. But, I mean, everything else, it was a great trade for the value. He he does fit the offense for what they're trying to establish. It's just for the guys, like, trying to, like, what look what's going on under the hood and, like, worry about Quickly's development because Quickly has looked like, like a rookie of the year candidate. He was leaving the rookies in PER. I haven't looked at the stats recently to, like, know where he stands. But, you know, people have been just – Worried about his development as your point guard going into the future. Uh, he can play the on-ball on ball and off-ball role, like as a Steph Curry or as a Seth Curry, any of those shooting point guards. Uh, yeah, it's going to limit him, and we'll, we'll see where it goes. It's only been two games. So far, I haven't liked the return yet going that route, but I guess in general, it's, it really is hard to complain with the results going on so far. Yeah, I, I personally, I just say just give it. I'd say give it some time. Also, yeah, a piece of a piece of me believes that like with this trade, I think, I think, I think Austin Rivers is already like, kind of like out the door. And yeah, also tricky. I think, and, yeah. and I think also Alfred might be also out the door as well. I um, think it's just I think it's just finding the right place for Alfred because like Alfred has a no trade clause, but also it's uh, it's also Alfred Payton. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 I'm pretty sure like Leon Rose can go to, to to Alfred and tell him like hey like we have a trade lined up for you to go get playing time in New Orleans or whatever in L- with the Clippers or whatever go back to Orlando or whatever if like he wants to waive his no trade clause and be a big boss like yeah. Leon Rose can say hey you could sit next to the bench next to Theo Pinson and clap all day. Yeah. Yeah. How many? How many? Honestly, how many teams? If Alfred Payton gets traded, how many teams would he start on? Besides oh the Knicks, <laughs> that's, that a, that's, that's a valid question. Prob- probably the Pistons. 
Are the Pistons? I mean, who is their starting point guard? Killing Hayes? He has not hey. been played that well so far. I and mean, he, I think he would take that. Yeah, he's and he's hurt. hurt. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's not that many things. Uh, I can't even think of I think of they've been starting the DeLon Wright. Oh, DeLon Wright, yeah, they have. Oh, I so, think. yeah, I'll probably start there. <laughs> I really don't know how many options. I mean, that was going to be one of my questions. I mean, not, not exactly, but apparently like at least one contending team like has looked at Alfred Payton as an option, according to Ian Begley. So, I mean, yeah. he's getting interest. Yeah, he could be a solid rotation player, but he's not... You know, start. He's not starting Terry yeah, no, on a no. contender team. Yeah. yeah, like he's 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 coming off the bench playing like fifteen yeah. minutes, and if the jump shot is falling, like if he's if he's hitting shots and getting into the paint, and like he's looking like the good Alfred Payton, then he'll probably continue to play. But I could see like contender teams like as soon as he starts breaking those corner threes, like they're pulling him. Yeah. But, I mean, the guy is a pretty good defender, and he can run you in offense. I mean, I I could see a, a contending team want, want him on, on their bench, if anything. I mean, uh, not be, being a backup yeah. point guard is not bad. Like, like my favorite, like, who I think is the best backup point guard in their leagues, Monte Morris on the Nuggets. I just love yeah. the way he runs the offense. So, if Peyton could get that role on another team, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's a bad thing. Maybe he wants to be on a contender team. We don't know, but. Clearly, he has yeah. no trade clause, so it's, it's pretty much, you know, his decision. Yeah. All right. So, I have this question lined up. So, Mikey, how, how have you felt about Julius Randle up, up until this point? Oh, like, I've loved – I'm I'm part of the Julius Randle fan club. Yes. Uh-huh. Julius Randle, the, you know, like, it's kind of crazy how, like, I was probably, like, part of 97% of Nick's Twitter that wanted Randle, like – shipped off to like Istanbul uh-huh. like before the season started even like before even when the season started like the first like two three games like we kind of saw like the annoying Randall we saw last year and then yeah and then like I'd say what the third or fourth game in we just started seeing this version of Randall which is like amazing he's, yeah. he's look he's looking for guys in the corner he's actually looking for RJ it feels like him and RJ has kind of like worked out whatever beef they've had and like uh-huh. It feels like they have good chemistry in yeah. in, 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 in the in the uh, like together. I feel like yeah. I I can't wait to see more. I feel like I feel like if we're gonna get like quickly rose, I feel like we're gonna get more quickly rose with those two, uh-huh. which 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 is fine. It's a lot more passing, a lot more offensive punch to me. Yeah. So I mean but, this. This like leads me up to my actual question was I I think I know already know where you land on this but teams have shown interest in Julius Randle would you uh, trade him or no like in general or would I trade him now this season trade him by the trade deadline no you wouldn't I wouldn't trade him by the trade trade deadline like um I forgot where I read it but someone said, I think someone said like it would just be like uh, they say I think the hard work Randall put in this season, and I think him buying into Tibbs, and then like him putting all this hard work into like have this now his first All Star season, and him and him having this breakout season. I think him like the Knicks just shipping him out for like picks would it would be like um I think I think it would be a slap in the face to your young guys in terms of yeah. just trying to build something. Uh... Mm-hmm. At, at, That's a some, great at, 
at mm-hmm. at some at some point at some point like you gotta build some you gotta build something mm-hmm. like uh-huh. like we don't have like what free agent is available within the next two years like everybody has kind of re-upped with their regular team uh-huh. or like we kind of have an idea where they might go yeah um, so 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 it's like it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to like like trade him for picks when. Like you know, you want to get a superstar, and like, it's tumbleweeds out there in the offseason. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I I completely agree with that. Uh, Ron, how you know? Go go ahead, Mikey. Sorry about that. No, I was, I was gonna say I was gonna put another point. Um, also, Randall has what he has a pl- not player option. He has, you have a team option for him for next year. Like you yeah. have another you have another year you have another year at him making what nineteen million, which is if he's still if he's, if, if he's still playing like this, that's a bargain. Yeah, nineteen's are still. So nineteen? Because I know it was like non-guaranteed money. I'm, I'm yeah, gonna was, look it up. It was not. I think. I think if he hit, I think it would be twenty-one if he hit like certain. If he hit certain things. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it. it it's like the non-guaranteed money is like four million or something. So if they mm-hmm. cut him, it's just that much of a dead cap. Uh, Ron, what were you gonna say? Yeah, I was. I was agreeing with Mike. Um, like, like you said, like he said, like. Mikey made a great point of trading Julius Randle. Like, he's literally, like, the heart of the team right now. He's leading in points, rebounds, and assists right now. So, trading him for picks, yeah, how's that going to look? You see Randle, how how much he stepped up. And you see he gets traded for picks. How, how would that look for the other young guys? Would they feel <laughs> safe in this environment and stuff like that? But, um, yeah, the – like – a lot of Knicks fans was bashing Julius Randle last year, and I completely agree with the way he was playing. Like he wasn't playing up to potential, so I don't want to. I don't want to give too much credit to Thib, um, Tibbs for his play. I just, I just think his talent was always there, but he just his 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 IQ, his his basketball decisions just wasn't there. So I don't, I don't know if that's a, that um, Tibbs helped him out with that, but he just he's just making better. Basketball plays this year, and he's yeah. and he's reading he's reading the offense now. He knows he does have to force his shot all the time. Like you said, he he looked off RJ a lot last year, and that's totally different now. He's not doing that dumbass spin move that was an instant turnover all the time. And it's just that he's playing better basketball, and like yeah, he he should be an all star this year. And I I always loved this game. I think the talent was always there. Like I said, uh-huh. he's just playing better basketball. Yeah. Mikey, you were gonna say something? Um, no, I was just gonna say, no, I was gonna say, just Randall's been um awesome, but no, I, was gonna say, I really forgot what I was gonna say. Um, well, no, the the talk no, feel, back to you is cool. Yeah, feel free uh, to interrupt me. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Randall has been awesome. I, I I don't know. I saw like one article talking about his work in the off season with his trainer and what things he's focused on and. I guess it did carry on, but I mean, Tibbs is been putting him in better situations basketball wise. So, you know, I can't be a hater there. Like he, he's part of his development has been Tibbs. RJ has been kind of flustering these last couple games, but he's also had a pretty decent leap. So, yeah. I'll, 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 the point, yeah, the point I was going to bring up was was Kenny Payne. I think I think Kenny Payne being around, yeah, has done has done a lot for Randall. I think uh-huh. not just not just Randall, but I think just the team in general. Because I do think Tibbs has that that um 
I think Tibbs has that Calipari thing. Like, not really just Calipari. I think just most coaches in general can be just jerks to their players yeah. at times. And, like, uh. like, and like you know, Tibbs is, like, an intense dude. I call him the yeah. battle walrus on Twitter. Like, um... <laughs> the battle walrus? Yeah, That's like... Um, like, like he, he, like he's just this intense dude. So I think like Tibbs, like, yeah, like reading, reading, like reading Randall the Riot Act, and then like him coming on the bench, and then this, this like Kenny Payne, like right there, familiar face from Kentucky, ready to yeah. like kind of like help him out and just be like the cool. Whoa. I think, I think that's, no, a, I think that's yeah, a big, I think that's a big deal, and uh-huh. also I think there's a good chance that I think. Had, if if Minnesota had a Kenny Payne type figure, maybe like it would have had gone so bad with Cat. Uh huh. I I, I I really hear that sentiment that you're saying. I mean, Kenny, but, Kenny Payne clearly has. His, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say I'll say that, but that's just a thought. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So Kenny Payne does have respect to a lot of players around the NBA. When he got hired, a ton of players are congratulating him. I really hear that point you're talking about that Tibbs can be like the dickhead. And like pain gets like you know that familiar face that you guys want to play for, bro. If you played on a sports team, every everyone knows like the head coach can, can be the dickhead while like the assistant coaches like will really look out for you and you really want to play hard for that guy. Yeah, I, I don't think fans know how much assistant coach matters. Yeah, to really these matters. players and uh, yeah, yeah, like these everybody think get a head coach and then whatever fill the the assistant uh-huh. coach or whatever. But a lot of these players have a better relationship. With their exactly. coaches. Bro, yeah, like, I remember, like, oh. my I, I, my head coach, when I played football, I, like, this is back in, like, high school, he would rip into me. I I, I mean, I, I, I like the guy. I played for him. I mean, he was cool. But, like, the assistant coach is, like, the guy you see, like, every single day. Like, you're talking to, having those conversations, like, while you're doing the little training programs, whatever. And, you know, if that becomes, like, your actual, like, your guy. He's with you at all times. So, and I really hear what you're saying. I mean, Randall... Clearly has a good relationship with the guy. He's had it quite a few times. You see him like practicing with him. He's doing like the old Kentucky drills, the post or whatnot. So I I know I hear that. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say also I think you just see a lot of those type of guys in the NBA. Like I think for the most part, Fisdale was that guy was that type of guy and got miscast as like development yep. guru. Yep. Um, yeah. I I think. Who was the guy that we interviewed before we hired Tibbs? Jamal Mosley of like the Mavericks. Uh-huh. Like you hear, you, you hear, you hear like kind of very similar things about that. So I think you even with um Ty Lu, like before he became head coach in Cleveland when they fired yeah. David Blatt, like he was the guy that was like like he was the guy in LeBron's ear and J.R. Uh-huh. Smith's ear during that season. So yeah, I think I think those type of guys on your staff. Are important. I think the the Knicks bringing in Kenny Payne and Johnny Bryant, mm-hmm. and even um Mike Woodson. Mike Woodson even is that type of coach. And just I having, keep forgetting like, Mike Woodson's on the roster now. If he's still like the guy, yeah, just like I'm, just like yeah, he's like he's just there. <laughs> he's just there. <laughs> but no, that's a those are great fucking points. Like Tyron Lue, I mean, you you everyone knew like he was like their favorite coach and whatnot. I mean, those kind of guys play huge roles in organizations and just how players want to play for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, this is my last question, and it's about Kevin Knox and Frank Nilekina. 
So what what do you guys see as the, the future on the Knicks at this point? I mean, we, we, they're basically they're completely out of the rotation. Salary filler. Salary fillers. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see a future on the Damn. team with those. <laughs> Um, um, either, um, but this guy said salary. So yeah, that's, that's low. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucked. Oh my god! Like it's so. I mean, it's so messed up that like Frank hasn't like Frank like played well his last game he played and then like got yeah. hurt and then just does it and it's just like not playing again. Like he just posts like fire fits on IG now. Like, it's just like. It's like it's no. like what's going what's going on. So IG also, now it's crazy. Yeah, Instagram. No, he he does post some, uh, some uh, nice pictures also on the IG. Thing that, that, but also the thing that brings me like thing with Frank is what Alan Hahn said. Kind of kind of like he's kind of said it over and over on Twitter and like in videos and different podcasts. Is that he said he said like about Frank is like Frank sees himself as a point guard like he wants to be a point guard, whereas the Knicks really don't see. It. Like the Knicks specifically, Tibbs don't see him as a point guard, and I think Macri has said it in his newsletter. He said about Tibbs, like, and his point guards. He said he wants a point guard. Like he says, if you're a point guard that can't score, he has no use for you. And I'm like, oh, we're starting yeah. El- in my head. I'm like, we're starting Alfred Payton, sir. What are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, and, and and it's like, but I do get his point. Like Alfred Payton just gets to the paint, just over yeah. and over again. Whereas uh-huh. like Frank, Frank wants to like survey the floor, run the play, and kind of just make the right and make the right reads. Like instead of just straight up just walking up, serving and playing, straight attacking. But um, yeah, it's just like I I, I think Frank is gonna go somewhere, probably yeah. probably like Houston. I don't know San Antonio, or whatever. And I think he's gonna have a really good career. Oh, um, San Antonio. Like San Antonio. That would be solid. Yeah, I could I, I could just see him just going somewhere like the Western Conference and just having a really <laughs> very like a very long, awesome career. Very similar yeah. to like uh I'd say Gallo. Like like a like very similar to Gallo, where he's very like respected around the league. Maybe he gets one big contract. But I think he plays on a lot of like good teams, like a lot of good playoff teams, and he's like an integral part of those yeah, teams. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I I formed another question after that little rant. That was that was really good again. Wow, you're, you're a great guest, Mikey. But if Peyton is benched, who do you think is next up from the point guards? For the point guards, yeah. I, uh, if I had to guess, it's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be Rose. It'll probably be Rose. Yeah. yeah, just 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 cut just cause, but at the same time, like I said before, like Rose Rose Rose, the past couple of years has played like a limited role, and he's like openly embraced playing like the the. So maybe, but also I think Tibbs loves. I think Tibbs for for all our for all our like crapping on Tibbs, I think uh. he does love. I think he does love quickly. I think. He's just being extra cautious with like making it start. Yeah. Oh, someone's Saran, is that the shower again? Uh damn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it sounds really pretty strong. Uh I, I agree with you. I mean I it does seem like he does like quickly a lot. Cause I, I was saying before the Rose trade, I honestly think Quickly's way too talented. He's still gonna get like that playing that playing time. It's just about the matter of on-ball possessions that are available for him. 
But it does seem like he, he is constantly playing him. And now he's like I mean, pairing him with Rose. I mean, he played, he played, he played, um, he played um, against Miami. Like that closing lineup, like quickly was the point guard. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think that's what's going to happen most, most times. I think quickly. I think he's gonna run point most for like. Wait, sorry, Mikey, yeah, that shower is killing me, dog. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Is that is that me? I'm not. I'm not. I think he's away from the mic. Oh, uh, I don't know, Mikey. You speak. No, I was gonna say. Um. Oh, there we go. No, okay. I was gonna say that. Um. Damn, I forgot what I was gonna say again. Well, I was. Uh, um. No, Rose well, in uh, Miami. Yeah, quickly in Miami. Yeah, in Miami, like. Um, Tibbs made him the point guard. Like Rose didn't come in, maybe because that was like Rose's first game, and you don't want to put him in his first game, like putting him in like a close situation, yeah. a tough team like Miami. By the way, I just want to say this: the Knicks got the Knicks got fucked by by the refs in Miami. Like, yeah, it was bad. It, it was terrible. Like like Bam Adebayo had zero fouls. Yeah. <laughs> like like like, it, it, like like that game that game that game was so damn physical. So damn physical, but Bam out of bio had zero fouls and had and, no him and, and, and him and Jimmy, Jimmy Butler had more free throws than the Knicks combined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Knicks got Knicks, Knicks got screwed. Knicks got screwed. Screwed. Yeah, they got completely screwed. So I'm honestly, uh, I believe uh, Rose would get the start if anything if he in Peyton bench. Just because, not because I'm kind of trying to say like Rose is its guy, but more of. Rose has been playing so goddamn much. Alright, I still hear that sound. This is bad for the audio. I'm not, I'm not next to anything. Mike, are you next to something? Um, no. I'm, I'm actually, like, just sitting on a desk, but I'm trying to move shit around to see if, if anything changes. Oh, okay. No, but I mean that, that's pretty much everything for my part. If you, you guys have any other questions, you guys want to bring something up real quick? Um, no. Anything you want to say, Mikey? Um, spring training is is gonna be in about what a month? Oh, actually, actually, not wait. even, not even like like like, yeah. like a couple weeks. Yeah, let's go Mets. Hello, what's what's your team, Mikey? Oh, I'm a Mets fan. Oh Jesus! All right, let's end it. Listen, listen. Steve, Steve, Steve Cohen has Steve Cohen has has bought the Mets. The takeover has already begun. Oh, we'll see. We'll right, see. Lindor is here. The I need a jersey. Fly. I need a black Lindor jersey. I, the, the black jerseys still haven't been announced, but they're yeah. they're coming. They're coming. Oh, I, I, I want to get I want to get the black Stroman jersey first because like Stroman. Stro- I don't know. He's my yeah. guy. I love Stroman. I I he needs to get another contract from us. If this is the last season, I'm gonna be, I I'm gonna be furious. Nah, nah, I think he's gonna come back. I, I, he I has to come back. Dog, he he's also a, a local New York boy. Like, bro, I need him back. Yeah. We need to be like, like shout out to Will. I, I don't know. Will's probably not listening. He's not gonna listen to this shit. But Will, the FSU fan, he, he talks about everyone from FSU and baseball. He just sent me a fucking track and field player from FSU. <laughs> <laughs> talks about football players from FSU, Malik Beasley all the time. Patrick, he sends me every single goddamn Patrick Williams. He went to, I'm guessing he went to FSU, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Oh, okay, makes sense. Yeah. Well, shout out to Will. But yeah, no, that's I guess a good that's guy. Uh, Mikey, thank you very much for being on this podcast. You you were awesome on this. Well, yes. Thank you. 
Thank you, Fredo. Thank you, Ron, for having me on. Definitely, definitely have you here again, man. You got some great answers. I'm not going to lie. He was very good. Yeah, we'll bring him back. Maybe next time, if we can, we'll bring Mikey M and Budam on together. We'll see how that goes. Next time you come, I'll have uh, Garrett Cole. Um, Jersey waiting for you as well. Oh, that's disgusting. Oh, that's disgusting, man. <laughs> that's, he, Garrett Cole is like the third or fourth best pitcher in New York. Oh, brother. Right All right. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks for listening to us. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>